0: Hello, my name is Rick Pearson and welcome to Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. Have you ever wondered what journalists, historians, and Bible prophecy all have in common? Well, stay tuned, you're gonna be amazed to find out. back, folks. You know, recently, Prophecy USA conducted a service in my home church in Brantford, Ontario, Canada. In that service, we discussed what Canadian journalists have been reporting from a non-biblical perspective. Now, interestingly enough, these journalists, representing over a 100 years in the industry, are opining a secular narrative confirming what ancient Bible prophecies describe concerning mystery Babylon the great of the last days. There is a saying that truth is where you find it, but there's no greater truth than that which is written by the spirit of truth in Holy Scripture. Of course, Jesus confirmed that he was the truth incarnate. He was the word that became flesh and that whosoever would diligently seek him would find him. But he also warned that those who don't, won't. We will greet you in Canada right after this brief message. So stay tuned and you are there.
1: The Bible specifically states that throughout every generation in history, when God's people found themselves in trouble, God would send forth his word and he saveth them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. In sending that word, God always chose a human vessel in which to speak through. God does not care the ethnicity, the color of one's skin, or the age in which he speaks through. God's eyes, according to scripture, looks at people different than our society today is being taught to look at each other. God proved this to Samuel when David was chosen to be king of Israel. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. When a society, a people, or even a nation turns its back on God's Word, incredible distress among cultures easily takes place. Such was the case in the civil unrest in America when a voice was raised up by God through a Baptist minister named Martin Luther King. On August 28, 1963, Dr. King paraphrased scripture in his famous speech at the Lincoln Memorial in front of 250,000 listeners. Those words still echo in the hearts of his followers today, praying that his children would one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. The Judeo-Christian value system that North America was birthed in has been continually challenged by secular humanism. An ideology that has no regard for God, His commandments, nor His love that He calls us to walk in towards others. But that still small voice, resounding from the heart of Dr. King, still echoes in the hearts of God's people today. But something is happening in America. Something is trying to take the dream Martin Luther King proclaimed and turn us back towards hatred, division, racism, and distress. Progressive voices are wanting us to regress to the same racial unrest we saw in years gone by. Those same voices despise the Judeo-Christian heritage America was birthed in, and instead want to emulate policies from failed socialist nations of years past. The Bible specifically states that when Babylon the Great turns her back on God, she will fall into darkness that men like Dr. King were warning us to come out of and it will not be a subtle, quiet darkness that invades us, but will come with bold veracity to turn people of every color, race, and ethnic background against one another. It will be a movement to disregard scripture, defy God's commandments, and once again, judge men by their outward appearance instead of their hearts. However, every generation has had a remnant of believers who, by following God's word, discern the deception understand the spiritual battle, and overcome every stronghold that darkness uproots to create chaos and disorder. To such a remnant, we applaud and give God glory. For those who choose to walk in his mandates have learned through experience that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world.
0: Hello, this is Prophecy USA and my name is Rick Pearson. This is a show specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. The Canadian Charter of Rights says that all Canadians have a right and a freedom to be a re- for their religion of choice. We have a freedom of thought, freedom of belief, and freedom of expression. We have freedom of peaceful assemblies just like we do every Sunday here. But there's something happening in the schools in North America. It's called critical race theory. Critical race theory is the well-documented understanding that systematic racism exists at the very foundations of our country and continues to shape our lives today to the detriment of black, indigenous, Asian, Latinx, and other people of color and to the benefit of white people. I want to introduce some individuals today in our church who are helping Canada to stand on guard for our freedoms, for our liberties, and for our God-given rights. Who has that microphone? Thank you. All right. What is your name?
1: My name is Martine. Is this on? Yes, it is.
0: And where are you from?
1: I am from New Brunswick
0: in Canada. And what color would you identify your skin as white Caucasian white Caucasian and who are you I'm Justin and where are you from I'm from Halifax Nova Scotia
1: (laughs) and identify as African Canadian
0: and what color would you call your skin what would you identify as now you have the same last names yeah so you're married yes so critical race theory really doesn't work in your family does yeah, not it? in our lives. Okay. Now Who would this young man be? <laughs> I'm young. Ray LaRula. This is pastor Ray LaRula. And where are you from? Well, I was born in New Delhi, India. From India. That's right. And what color would you identify your skin as? Uh last time I checked I was olive. You're Olive, (laughs) and you work with a white Caucasian and a black man from Africa, is that correct? That's correct. They're on your staff? Yes, they are. And young lady, what would your name be? (laughs) I'm not young anymore. It's Natalie Narula. Narula. Yes. And you are from where? I'm originally from Trois-Rivières, Quebec. Quebec. And you have the same last name as this young man? Yes. So you're married? Yes. Is that a crime? So this is the pastor and his wife. From India and from Quebec. That's right. And what would your name be, sir? Dino. Dino. Okay, I'm going to take a guess. Dino, what's your last name? The Dominicus. Okay, would you be from China? <laughs> no. Where are you from? From Italy. From Italy and what color would you identify your skin as white white and and i understand that you've been on the board here for several years many years thank god and so you're on the board and you're a white man but you serve under a pastor from india and a worship leader from africa amen and you're responsible legally for the finances as being on the board and you submit to them spiritually but yet they submit to you financially you're like a watchdog yes that's true okay we have another yeah. man here and you're on the board I understand yes we. and what is your name my name is Punan Sambun Khan and where are you from I am from Laos Laos and what color would you identify your skin
1: as on the asian our color yellow yellow yes
0: so folks i want to introduce you to the new city staff what was the what was this? taiwan no asia laos laos i don't know my geography we have a man from laos a man from italy a woman from quebec a pastor from india a young lady from new brunswick white and a black african worship leader. Thank you very much. I think that New City Church New City Church has totally failed the critical race theory. Now, according to an article on the web, our current school system in Canada teaches lesson plans to students between grades 1 and 3 to advocate that critical race theory and Marxist concepts of equity and liberation are being taught in our our schools. Marxism denies God, denies Jesus Christ and his son, and denies the Bible. The lesson plans encourage these children ages 7 to 9 years old to believe race is an important part of identity. And teachers are also instructed to tell the young students that becoming an ally with non-white people involves acknowledging your own privilege and taking action towards social justice. One teacher emailed this journalist saying she overheard some of her colleagues saying, if you are white, you are a white supremacist. Little children who didn't formally make distinctions between white people and non-white people at schools are now doing so. They now believe, as the curriculum instructed them to, that race is an important part of their identity. Our constitution today in Canada is being challenged by a secular humanist government who is led by the president of the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab proudly states that our Canadian Senate is passing laws in order to embrace World Economic Forum initiatives. Half of our Senate are young World Economic graduates who have attended the World Economic Forum. Unfortunately, they are more concerned about pleasing the forum than they are about serving the citizens of Canada. Behind me is a definition from the Britannica of what forum stands for. The Roman forum was the religious, civic, and commercial center of ancient Rome. A forum is a public discussion. It can refer to a meeting, a meeting house, or any conversation that is available publicly. Our church is a forum. It's a forum where people come together and meet and discuss. However, that same dictionary, Britannica, defines fascism as a way of organizing a society in which a government ruled by a dictator controls the lives of the people in which people are not allowed to disagree with the government. Historically, fascism was created by dividing people by race, color, and ethnic background, embracing the ideology that some people are fit to rule because of the color of their skin. So how was critical race theory and fascism been totally debunked by our new city forum? How has that happened? Well, say hello to my little friend. Hello, folks. Karen and I would like to personally thank you, our prayer partners. And our monthly supporters. Who are helping us spread God's word concerning America's role in Bible prophecy. In order to help you reach friends and other loved ones with this teaching, please listen to this very special message
1: in these end times it is more important than ever to reach the lost that's why rick and karen pearson have assembled all of their teaching into this powerful study kit for a gift of just 200 dollars plus shipping and handling prophecy usa will send you a free study kit of five books five study guides and a dvd teaching aid discussing each chapter or for a gift of just 375 dollars plus shipping and handling you will receive a free study kit of 10 books 10 study guides, and two DVD teaching aids. Call today at 1-888-306-1759 or visit us online at prophecyusa.org to send your gift and begin sharing these important prophetic teachings. This
0: book represents each and every believer's personal constitution. And the author of this book calls it the sword of his spirit. It's designed for warfare. It's not a butter knife. It's not a book of mythology. It's the word of God which is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's designed to pierce your heart, regardless the color of your skin. It will stop stinking thinking It will deliver you from hardening of the attitudes. It will pull down, root out, and destroy lies from any and all of its enemies. This book will give you a checkup from the neck up. It will renew your mind and it will quicken your spirit. It will take out of you. It will take out of you what the devil put in and put back in you what the devil took out. And it will give you the wisdom to know the difference my message today to our weekly forum here at New City Church and you can give yourself a, a, applause, you can't lose with what we use. But I must warn you there's a convergence of the signs of the times happening in North America and Canada according to this book that if we don't come back to this book An unprecedented judgment is going to fall on North America that will make World War II look like a cakewalk. The author of this book has declared, I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient of times, the things that are not yet done. Saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do my pleasure for I have spoken it and I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it and I will also do it. Last week, I attended the Democracy Fund hosted by Canada Christian College, and that was located at the beautiful campus in Whitby, Ontario, where in 2017, I received an honorary doctorate of laws degree for my volunteer work in nonprofit organizations. The speakers at the conference was the founder of the National Post. His name is Conrad Black. He had with him one of their number one journalists, Rex Murphy. And together, they formed over a 100 years of journalism in this nation. They were not teaching this Bible. They were just making predictions based on history. History from studying men like Stalin, Mussolini, Hitler, and Mao. And these men were fascists. Ruling with an iron hand desiring world domination. Both Conrad and Rex emphatically agreed that Canada and USA are not built on systemic racism. Now that word systemic means a social problem that affects every part of an entire system. They also agreed that journalism in Canada and the US have sold their souls to left-wing, radical, partisan agenda of the global elites. Rex and Conrad are boldly stating what many pastors and spiritual leaders are afraid to confront from the pulpits of our nation. They also emphatically stated critical race theory, climate change enthusiasts, and the new digital currency being designed by the global elites for the purpose of tracking your every move, is a bunch of hogwash. These initiatives are rooted in a fascist agenda to bully people, manipulate people, and shut down anyone who disagrees with them. Their agenda is nothing less than a one world government. They can call you a climate denier, but you can't call them a climate liar. They can call you a white supremacist, but you can't call them an elite fascist. The last time I checked, Klaus Schwab, Justin Trudeau, George Soros, and Joe Biden are all white. So here's a question. Are they privileged white supremacists? Or are the other 99% of society that makes up our culture... And why are they weaponizing our government agencies to control and rule over innocent people? When 87,000 U.S. IRS agents are armed to get your taxes, what would you call that? Democracy in action? When Justin Trudeau calls peaceful protesters white supremacists and terrorists when you freeze the bank accounts of hard-working concerned truckers, when you stampede your horses over innocent women and declare a national emergency, it's time for the church to wake up and smell the coffee. Our nation is under attack, our freedom is under attack, and our charter of rights is under attack and the enemies of democracy are not coming they're already here question why is the World Economic Forum wanting the Netherlands the US and Canadian farmers to cut back on fertilizer do they not know that most people from Africa live in poverty and that there's a drought in Africa and they are creating an emergency so that they can initiate government regulations to beat people into submission Violent left-wing protesters can burn down our churches across our nation, but you better not go to a peaceful truck rally in Ottawa or they'll put you in jail and freeze your bank account. And the banks in Canada were in full compliance with these directives. Somehow, Canada and the United States of America has lost their way. And it has everything to do with what the Bible prophecy said would happen when the most blessed nations in Bible prophecy leaves their Judeo-Christian protocol, both in Canada and the USA were founded upon. Prophecy is being fulfilled. Revelation 18.2 says, Babylon the great has fallen, has fallen. And become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Latter-day Babylon the Great has 53 biblical descriptions. And North America is the first continent in over 6,000 years to fulfill every description. But we're not hearing that from the pulpits in our nation. Pastors and historians are excited to talk about Dietrich Bonhoeffer and how he warned the churches of Hitler's rise. But they but they don't want to be a Dietrich Bonhoeffer. They use the excuse that the gospel and politics don't mix. If that's the case, Moses should have never confronted Pharaoh. Nathan should have never confronted King David. Micah should have never went to King Ahab. Elijah should have never confronted Jezebel. Isaiah confronted 12 pagan nations and warned them of coming judgment. And 11 of them were destroyed during his lifetime. But there's one left, Babylon the Great, that Isaiah prophesied that has not been destroyed yet. If the gospel and politics do not mix, Jesus should have never prophesied that the Roman government would persecute his followers and eventually destroy the temple and Jerusalem 35 years before it happened. Today I base my message on this book and the examples in our church proving that critical race theory is a bunch of hogwash. It's designed by secular humanist global elites who are fulfilling prophecy to divide our culture, undermine our democracy, and destroy our Judeo-Christian heritage? I don't know if Rex, Rex Murphy, and and, and Conrad are believers in Bible theology, but we who study this book refuse to drink the Kool-Aid. Abraham Lincoln said, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Especially the author of this book, nor the vessels in whom his Holy Spirit dwells. Abraham Lincoln read this book every day. And perhaps that's why he led 700,000 Bible thumpers, both black and white, who gave their lives in the United States to stop slavery. It wasn't the secular humanists that stopped slavery, it was the Bible thumpers. Daniel the prophet tells us about about the author's divine authority. Daniel 2.20 says, blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. And he reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what's happening in the darkness. And the light dwelleth in him. And surely the Lord will do nothing, but he reveals it to his servants, the prophets. Those who follow Prophecy USA are well aware of the eight providential nations that God has declared would rise and fall within the chapters of this book. And behind me is a diagram showing the six nations that have come and gone and the two that remain. If you don't know about these nations... I suggest you get this book, The Hour That Changes Everything, and study to show thyself approved, so you can be as wise as the sons of Issachar and understand the signs of the times, what's happening right now underneath your noses. Prophecy USA is designed to help you understand the two kingdoms that are left, the seventh and the eighth. We are a prophetic ministry based on current events happening and how they are leading us to future events, We believe that the Bible says will soon come to pass. One of those events is the rise of the eighth providential nation. It's the final kingdom that will be here for seven years. It's a secular humanist driven empire. It will defy God and his Bible and his commandments. It will despise Christians and Jews. It will replace God for government and a one world fascist government fragmented into 10 geographical regions of the earth who will submit to elite globalists who have one mind and will give their mind over to the beast. Folks, we trust you enjoyed part one of our meeting in Canada. Join us next week as we conclude that meeting. My name is Rick Pearson. This is Prophecy USA reminding you that Jesus is alive and he's coming back much sooner than many people think. See you next week. Shalom.
1: History records that the greatest exodus in the Bible was led by Moses. But according to scripture, another exodus is coming. It's bigger, better, and is beyond any other mystery that is contained in scripture. But how does the United States of America play a pivotal role in this unfolding mystery? Prophecy USA is proud to present the latest book by Rick Pearson, The Coming Exodus Unveiling America's Future. This exciting and timely new book is coming soon. And now, when you send a gift of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling, you will receive the book, The Coming Exodus Unveiling America's Future, as soon as it's available. Call today, 1-888-306-1759 or visit prophecyusa.org to be one of the first to unravel one of the greatest mysteries in Scripture.